right, BY, we are back. Episode 116 of the Ring Shrinks. What do you say? You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's go. So, BY, you know, this is kind of like a flu game for you. You're feeling a little under the weather. We're going to move it along pretty quickly here, but really appreciate you jumping on and battling through the elements here. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the, uh, you know, what's his name there? Vito Corleone in The Godfather. Yeah. Uh, but fighting through, I don't know what it is. The The, the voice is gone. I feel great. Um, you look great. I look great. I'm clean shaven. Yeah, I, I feel like a million exactly. bucks. It's just the voice. I've been eating honey. I, you're like, I'm like Winnie the Pooh. I've had so much honey. So whoever put that tip up there, it hasn't worked for me. Um, I didn't pick up smoking. So, like, I don't know what to say. So, Mots, I'm here for you. Drive the bus. Let's go. All righty. Yeah, so uh, over the weekend, actually, we're going to rewind it a little bit. I uh, I had a, a monster day on uh, last Thursday. Went to the Sox opening day, um, and then I went to the Bees game at night. So it was a little double header for mozzarella sticks. How and cold was uh It wasn't too bad. Um, it was you know, freezing but- that day. Yeah, it was. I was bundled up a bit. Um, the nice people from IQHQ, you know, who I do some work with, um, invited me to open a day. It's always, it it is pretty fun, you know, but it is cold. Uh, but we enjoyed our time. And then did uh, you took in the bees. Jacket, jacket on? No. And, shoveling you know, jacket? I, I had the bullpen jacket in the truck, but then, you know, I ended up going with a little warmer, um, you know, get up. So I wasn't mm-hmm. kind of you know freezing but if they did they actually did need me for some middle relief there when they went down eight two <laughs> but um so i was bummed that i didn't have actually bunzo told me he ran into you at a um uh, uh, an establishment yeah yeah so like i parked like halfway between the garden and, and fenway you know just so it was just kind of i walked a little get further to fenway. yeah get my steps in and then, um, yeah, favorite pub in Boston, Bunzo walked in and we caught up for a bit. So it was good to see him. Uh, and then met some guys um, over at the the Garden for the Bees game. I went up to the Bruins alumni, saw some some uh, some guys up there. And that was actually a really good game against Columbus. A couple fights. Uh, oh, Billy yeah. Sweezy, a local kid. Yeah, playing his father and, was going nuts. Yeah, yeah. And he got into a fight, showed up, had a great game, I thought. So. Uh, shout out to Billy uh, for playing in Boston and getting in a tilt. I loved it. So it's good. Any stuff. fights in your career in uh, Beantown? No, no, uh, just Providence, and I got beat up, so it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, I just I got undressed a little bit, but uh, yeah, no, nothing in Boston. Yeah, one funny story when I was playing against Boston. I think it was my first game against Boston, but Mark Savard. You know, good player, you know, kind of hit me over the boards a little bit, kind of gave me a little extra. So I gave it back to him, and he's like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm the guy that has played just as many NHL games as you. Zero. NHL so, playoff games. Yeah, NHL playoff games. He, he was he was like a little taken aback, and Sean Thornton was on the bench. He was he was cracking up, so <laughs> didn't have a comeback to that one, but I had that in the, in the queue for a little bit. Hey, that teed up all summer long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As soon as he signed in Boston. So, uh, yeah, over the weekend, um, my buddy Marty Reisner, uh, we were able to catch up. His son had a tournament up up this way, the Shamrock Tournament. And he came down, we got some pizza, watched some of the um, Final Four basketball. You know, he was a baller back in the day. You know, so him and his son came down and we caught uh, some of the semifinal. And then Sunday. uh, Great guy. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. We got to get him on. We got to get him on soon. Yeah, yeah, he, he works with um, the Islanders and player development, and had a great career. And he would be a great story because I talk about this all the time about him transforming uh, his game to be in the yep. league and be a valuable part of a team. Um, and he was an exceptional player, you know, in college when we played. And so it just takes kind of like that character to transform your game and take less of a role and be, uh, you know, be a part of a group and you know kind of play below your skill set really um he's got great opinions on the whole youth hockey and development and stuff too that we've had long conversations about so yeah uh, no, he'd be we gotta get him on as soon as i can start talking again and <laughs> yeah. stop sounding like dick vitale 
Yeah. Uh, Sunday was uh, all day uh, volleyball extravaganza with my daughter up in New Hampshire. I love you know fun. Yeah, the energy in the the gym though is great. You know, it's a really good sport to watch and a lot of chatter. Yep, it's like cheer and a sport. I was actually there. That's how I lost my voice. (laughs) Yeah, we uh, yeah, so we're up there and we hit this great Mexican place on the way home. So it was a nice little Sunday. Um, And then um, yeah, so that's uh, kind of the weekend recap on on my end, but. I mean, I, what did you uh, get up to? You know, you can give the cliff notes if you like. Yeah, no, we had a couple sporting events on Sunday. I played in the uh, Commissioner's Cup uh, for work, which is a bunch of different hockey games and stuff. So didn't really have my game. Um, kind of struggled a little bit, but I got through it. You that know doesn't what I mean? make you a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. One thing. And, uh, um, that was it. That was it for me. You know, lacrosse. Yeah. Lacrosse is uh, up and running. Baseball for Rye Guy. Yeah. You know, battle on the elements a little oh, bit. Oh, the fast. game got rained out on Saturday. Yeah, I know. I was that bummed. threw a damper in things. I know. I was wicked bummed. Uh, oh, and then I went to, that's right. Uh, we went to the Providence Bruins game on Saturday night. Oh, how was uh, that? Um, it was great. Good take down there. Very good crowd. Um, Matt Thomas, who's one of the coaches, mm-hmm. they played Bridgeport. Uh, so, his son plays on my 2011s. We uh, we had a good time, you know, down there. A bunch of parents had a good meal. All the kids running around the hotel. It was like a tournament without the tournament. That's cool. That's really cool. You know, um, this is five years ago now, and uh, we just want to remember the Humboldt Broncos tragic accident. You know, and it just showed back then that the hockey community comes together like it always does especially in times of need, but we're still remembering those players that perished in the tragic bus accident, um, those humble Bronco players. And, you know, it was really nice to see, you know, the support by just putting a stick out, you know, um, on the porch and, um, you know, reading reading the articles. And even though five years have gone, um, you know, it has gotten softer for some, but it's still extremely hard for these families to uh, to still deal with. So we just want to, we remember them on on this uh, five year occasion here. Yeah, great point to bring up, Mots. And uh, upcoming skills, we got the D um, defensive skills camp down in Dennis, Mass, at the Tony Kent Arena. It's going to be uh, six sessions, April seventh through June first, and that's on Thursday nights. So the five thirty uh, time slot is birth years two thousand twelve and through fourteen, and then the six thirty birth years oh eight through 11s so if you're uh, on the cape or somewhere in the area make sure you check out the rinkshrinks.com to sign up and we will uh, love to see you out there you know we work on you know uh, reps and in situational tendencies in all three zones uh, you get a lot out of it so it's a six uh, week session april 27th through june 1st so make sure you check that out looking forward to that yeah and oh, actually, before you you know sign up for those sessions, make sure you buzz your skates up with your uh, Spock Sharpener, Spock's uh, Hockey.com, and use BY Mots for fifty dollars off your Spock Sharpener. Spock's is the at-home skate sharpening machine that will never fail. Spock's is the gift that keeps on giving for hockey players and parents. It's been a great add to our house, and I know you love it as well. It's convenient, easy to use, and will save you money in the long run. With Sparks, you get an accurate sharpening every single time. Again, head over to SparksHockey.com and order your machine today. Make sure you use that BY Mots code. Get you 50 bucks off. Well, BY, we got a great guest on here today, Trevor Daly. He was a two-time Stanley Cup champion, played over 1,000 games in the league. Really good, really good uh, interview here. Great guy, great demeanor is involved in youth hockey, and um, without any further ado, I think we should just kick it over to Trevor Daly. This interview with Trevor Daly, who joined us live from the Mohegan Sun Arena, is brought to you by our guys at TSR Hockey in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, where you can stock up on all your equipment needs for the remainder of the hockey season. TSR stocks team apparel from CCM and Bauer and does everything in-house, from embroidery and printing to anything you need. You can reach their team store at 603-912-5970. Ask for Mike or Dave and they can take care of you. 
Now is the time to give them a buzz to talk about how your team can upgrade your gear and swag game. TSR Hockey is New England's premier hockey store and is a proud sponsor of the Rink Shrinks. Visit them today at www.tsrhockey.com for all your shopping needs and tell them the Rink Shrink sent you. All right, and our next guest on the Rink Shrinks podcast was drafted in the second round, 43rd overall in the 2002 NHL draft by the Dallas Stars. He played in 1,058 NHL games and also won two Stanley Cups with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Welcome to the Rink Shrinks podcast, Trevor Daly. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, Happy to be ta- here. Yeah, thanks for taking the time. I mean, I know you're a busy man. We'll get into that, but uh, appreciate your time. Uh, can we start off with, uh, you know, how you fell in love with the game? Um, you know, growing up in Canada, I know it's a rite of passage on some level, but uh, could you just t- talk about your early experiences and in getting introduced to the game? Yeah, so um, as a grown, I grew up in the city right downtown Toronto, um, and as you guys know, the the Leafs are uh, are um, a big deal down there. Um, so I drank drank a lot of the Kool Aid, and and uh, I wanted to play hockey. My uncle was a, a hockey player, um, so kind of wanted to follow his footsteps. Uh, he was a defenseman, um, and kind of uh, wanted to do everything he did. So um, I had a great role model in him, and then I had a, a really good supporting cast with you know mom grandma grandpa um who provide you know this this sport uh, takes a village to um to get some of these kids through and and uh i definitely um where i grew up i needed a village to get me through so um i had that i was lucky i had that village and and uh here i am today so <laughs> yeah it's great and i, I mean Mont, i think we got to start he's got to be the first guy we've interviewed that that dressed up for the occasion yeah, appreciate it <laughs> you know he's got a tie the on tie. he's looking all dapper <laughs> let me tell you guys i hate dressing up <laughs> i think part, part of the reason i retired was that i gotta wear a tie but now on on this side of things and and we're home here today uh I, you got to look somewhat respectable. So uh, I hate dressing up, though. <laughs> you guys, sw- you guys, you guys I was gonna me say, on a terrible time. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, usually big sweatpant guy on the bench when we've, oh. uh, we've played against your teams, you know? Yeah, sweatpants and heated vest. <laughs> yeah, well, you need it. You need it, especially now that you're uh, you're down in Florida and you're, you know, you're used to the warm weather. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Oh, that's great. That's just want to make sure I never lose my tan. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's great. Well, you know, talk about, you, you know, you touched on it a bit growing up, but talk about, you know, your friendships growing up and, and you like your teammates. What was that experience like? And you talked about that village, that support system you had, but what was it like, you know, in terms of buddies and was it like street hockey or pond hockey like yeah. every day? Right. Was that, did it just, just, you know, I, so- basically take over your life? Yeah, we we were pretty fortunate in the in the inner city. We we had a lot of outdoor rinks. Um, but my first love was not hockey. I, I played a ton of basketball. I loved basketball. I still love basketball. Um, I still the man that guy that sits in the bar like I I maybe could have made it in basketball <laughs> if I was a Can little taller. No, well, you know what? Back then I I could get up. Yeah, but. Now, geez, yeah, I'm, oh, but blowing yeah. Achilles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Couple too many surgeries later. It, too many surgeries later. Yeah, but um, no, that uh, basketball was my first love. Um, you know, I I, I grew up uh, very Toronto's very multi multicultural, and you know, having a a black father and a white mother, you know, kind of brought its its difficulties. This, um, you know, um, when I'm around my friends at school, it was like, you play hockey? Why do you play hockey? And it, you know, everybody was basketball players. And then, you know, when I get to the rink, you know, everybody looked like my mom and it was like, yeah, it's normal for you to play hockey. But I, I was always like, well, I look different than everybody else in my, are we sure? And I remember, um, you know, held was, I, I think I was uh, about to go into high school. It was either um, go play junior um, for the Bond Vipers or go to a, a basketball school in the city and play ball. And I remember I was talking to my uncle about it. And this is, gosh, how I was 13, 14 years old when you go into high school, I believe. Um, and I was, I asked him, I'm like, what should I do? Because I, at the time I thought it was actually a pretty good ball player. And um, his, 
he was totally honest with me. He was like, well, you're black, so you might not play hockey. You're small, so you might not play basketball. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks, Don. <laughs> now, now, now what do I do? Talk about hitting you right between the eyeballs. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, why don't we just flip a coin and get this over with here? <laughs> Jesus, it's, it's never going to happen. But, um, no, I, I mean, um, you know, obviously I think I, I chose the right path there. But it, it wasn't, uh, I mean, it wasn't uh, – it wasn't the easiest. Um, it wasn't the funnest at times. But you know, this game, um, I'm so fortunate for it because it's it's given me, you know, it's given me the the life I have, the wife I have, the kids I have, um, and most importantly, the the person I am today. So I, I'm blessed. Um, the game owes me nothing, and I feel I I owe everything to it. Well, that's great stuff, and we talk about this a lot. You know, you know, just the experiences that you have and youth hockey shape you and you know you, the skill sets that you are you know acquiring through just playing hockey and you know you're like you, you kind of touched on it and like it, it wasn't a normal say upbringing with you know that the race thrown into it you know so like you had some more challenges along the way but ultimately the fabric of the hockey community has shaped you and that's one of the things that we, we really promote, you know, like it's one of the, the best sports to be able to, you know, put your time in your work to be the best player you can be, but also be the, be the best teammate and you know, become the best person you, you can be. And, and that's, that's at an early age. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. This game keeps uh, the good thing about our game it keeps people humble and honest. Um, and that's, that shows up each night. Um, you know, when you watch these games, um, you, you got to be honest out there. You got to be uh, humble or or you could get challenged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's for sure. Uh, can you talk about that? You know, and I, I think it was Tyler Kennedy talking about, you know, actually playing some basketball with you. But those transferable skills, like, you know, being a basketball player and obviously being the elite level defenseman that you were. But, like, do you think that that, you know, playing basketball, playing other sports actually made you a better hockey player? hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, the, the crazy thing about these kids today is like they're, uh, and I mean, the industry kind of ruined it for them. It's, it's hard to play a multiple sports, you know, cause it's so demanding uh, with spring hockey, the league, uh, regular season hockey, but to be an athlete, I feel like the best players that I've played with and I've seen, um, you could tell they were, unreal athletes um mm -hmm. they were good at something else or you, you know so i i definitely feel like I, I for me personally i played you know the uh the guard position where you know i got to um handle the ball a lot and and dribble a lot and 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 uh you know make make plays and i i feel a hundred percent it it helped me with my skating with my balance um you know transition stuff from forwards to backwards um you know, when you defend in basketball, it's, you know, you're, you're going backwards, you're going sideways, you're shuffling. Um, you know, I'm a, I hate you watch guys get roasted, um, you know, on, on TV because they cross their feet over or skating backwards. And I'm like, don't cross your feet over. Just, <laughs> you know, and so you get roasted and then forwards are, you know, they're, they're asking these D to, you know, have their such tight gaps on guys and, and take time and space away. So, you know, D's don't back off anymore. They go at you and, you know, when guys cross their feet over, players are looking for that. You've seen, you know, Sidney Crosby do it the other night to uh, to a Gerard. kid in, in Colorado. Yeah. Poor kid. I was like, oh, my gosh. Know. You, know, you, you feel bad. You're but... going gonna to be, be watching that for the rest of your life. You know, because, <laughs> because every time they show Sid, they're probably going to show that, that, that play there. So, um, And it was a perfect example of the kid crossing over his feet because he was trying to take time and space away. And, you know, great players like Sid uh, see that. And he's going the other way so yeah i definitely yep. think it helped out a lot yes yeah we talk about that quite a bit you know we we do some de-specific training and you know as you get higher and higher in the hockey intellect kind of increases on the forward side of things once they see you cross so we really do work on that shuffling and and whatnot but yeah. you know the i use the the basketball analogy a lot when when coaching as well you know just defending you know, the, the hoop is the hoop. The goal is the goal. Yeah. You know, you, you can 
angle someone who's already you know a certain way or whatever it, it's it's all transferable so for you to be able to play at a high level you know on the court you know how are your handles by the way that's what i wanted <laughs> handles hey handles were good actually handles are still not bad i can't okay. I, I can't lift up my my right shoulder anymore so i can't shoot the ball so just a disha <laughs> you're like rajon rondo yeah, you can't just shoot, but just addition. Yeah, can't, I cannot shoot. Yeah, I can't shoot. So yeah, just <laughs> just handles. That's it. But yeah, like to your point, though, it's very difficult for kids to be multi-sport athletes at higher levels because of the, you know, kind of the commitment that these club programs are are requiring. You know, the the financial commitment and then the, you know, physical time commitment. Um, but that that is one thing that we still try to promote. Like he and Sean Skahan was a guest of ours. He's a strength coach at uh, with the Minnesota Wild, and uh, I still reference it a lot. But you don't have to be on a team to be an athlete. Get out in the yard, kick a ball, you know, throw it around with your buddies, and and you can still be an athlete outside of the sport specific stuff that you're doing. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, with my son, uh, I got a, a 13 year old, and. I'm like, dude, you better get outside and do something. Don't, mm-hmm. Do not sit in here and figure it out out there. <laughs> go go right, just yeah. kick a ball or go do something because these, these kids love their uh, their uh, PlayStations and video games, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy. No, it is. It is. Um, you know, so growing up, obviously, like you know, having that Canadian influence, uh, you know, you chose the path of of going to the OHL. What was that like? Well, you know, going through the draft and, and and everything on that side of it. Oh, was was college ever an option? I like hearing from Canadian guys because it's I, it, you know, some guys it's like, oh, college was kind of yeah. on my radar, and other guys like, nope, my goal was to just play in the O yeah. or the Dub or or the Q. So two parts to that. It, it's a it sucks because I was uh, playing in the OHL no matter. There's no way I was going to college. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Which, you know, it, it, it is. I grew up in an era when uh, you know growing up in the city in Toronto and playing in the at the time it was called the the MTHL. Now it's uh, the GTHL, I believe. Yep. Um, it, it was you know the, the only thing you talked about was the OHL and the quickest way to get to the NHL. So I was like, okay, I'm doing that, but. You know, now being in, you know, having played the game and, and now being on this side of the game and, you know, my, my kids, all my kids on my team are going to um, know what's next and they're, they're going to have options and they're going to know that um, the OHL might not be for you. College might be for you. It might be prep school. And, and we want to introduce all that. There's no reason why the kids should not be introduced to everyone because not the OHL is just, and you see it. I mean, a lot of guys have been through it. The OHL is not for everyone, and and in some ways, the college ain't for everyone either. You know, so I I I, I wish I was more educated about the the college um, route. I wish um, uh, I wish Arizona had a team back then. I might have <laughs> yeah, considered it. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, could go, I could go there. Well, you definitely take a visit. <laughs> 100%. So I tell my son, I'm like, hey, have you watched the Arizona play? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Oh, that's, yeah, that's interesting because, you know, everyone has a different path. And like you said, being exposed to it and you're going to almost like pay it, you know, forward a bit to, you know, at, at least have you know, the kids coming through that you have control over to have some options and, and see what is correct for each individual kind of situation. So that's great. Yeah, definitely. You know, Dale, so what was that transition like from, uh, you know, playing, you know, youth hockey or, you know, bantams or whatever, and then playing against the big boys in the OHL? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I knew I was ready to, to, to go. Um, I knew I was ready to leave home. Um, I was excited about the opportunity. Um, I know my mom was uh, the most um, uh, pissed off she's ever been because the farthest place I could have possibly gone is the place I got drafted to in the Sioux. So she wasn't pleased about that. Um, but it, it was an amazing experience. I, 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 I tell everybody to, to go play in the Sioux um, with the Greyhounds. Is, is like going to play in the NHL because you, you show up and right away you're um, you know you're you're uh, 
a star in the city. Like you play for the Greyhounds, they 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 worship the Greyhounds. They they love their hounds. Um, it was such a cool experience. Uh, uh, I, I, you know, as much as I say, I wish I could have, you know, went the college route or visit the college route. I, I had the greatest junior career and the most fun uh, in junior. And, um, you know, I, I knew I was ready to, to play at that level. And, and my first year, I had a really good year and, and um, you know, continued on for for four, uh, three years before I got drafted and, and um, you know, uh, got drafted to Dallas, went back for one more year uh, of junior and then, um, you know, was was playing in the NHL the next year. So um, the, the junior route for me was, um, it worked out good. I actually had, um, because I have a late birthday, so I had an extra year before my draft. I, I got drafted my third year. Um, so I like to say they, they had three years instead of two years to see what you did wrong. But yeah. um, it, it was a great experience, guys. Like, I, I never would regret the playing in the Sioux or, or, or going to junior. That's that's great stuff. And after you got drafted, I'm sure like that some of that pressure, that internal pressure, external pressure of the draft and, and leading up to it, and you scored 20 goals as a D-man. That's uh, not too shabby, right? You know, just putting up some numbers, playing I, loose. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't play D too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I played against you a few times. Yeah, I was like, "What's he doing here?" Yeah. Ask your ask, yeah, it's ask your brother. You, you're not going to score twenty playing D too much. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, no. It, just go, go, go. Exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the rover. Yeah. The rover. Yeah. <laughs> that so extra position. Yeah. The rover position. As far as like that confidence coming out of that that uh, last year of junior and getting in, into the pro ranks, um, you you played some games in U, uh, in Utah for the yeah. Grizzlies. Um, I actually played against you there, and it was an absolute you know, bond burner of a game. With you, you had a tough team there, and yeah, we, uh, so we played against one another there. But um, could you talk about that transition from junior to pro? And, you know, even in Utah and then in Dallas, um, you know, some of the guys that kind of took you under their wing and, and showed you how to be a pro a little bit. Yeah. So, I, I mean, the, the transition was was uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good. My agents actually set me up uh, in the summertime while I was playing junior. I, I, I worked out with uh, um, with with Chris Draper, um, uh, Sean Avery, um, uh, Rob the mile. Um, so I, I was working out with pros already, which, you know, you, you see these guys every day um, act like pros and what it takes. It, it's, mm-hmm. it, it was such a, a huge advantage that going into, you know, my first training camp that I had, you know, the uh, the ability to, at the time, Chris Draper was, I mean, he was the, the best shaped guy in, 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 in the world, possibly. <laughs> this guy was a, yeah. a beast. But, um, uh, you know, I, I was I was prepared for it. Um, you know, living in Toronto, I was always skating with pros in the summertime, um, so I, I was set up and I was ready to go in. and And when I got in, I uh, going into Dallas. I mean, it, we had such an, uh, an older team with Hall of Famers. Uh, you know, Mike Medano, Zuboff, uh, Marty Turkle. Um, you know, my my first roommate was Don Sweeney, um, who's you know my my. Um, I mean, he he he's still. We're still real close, and and I love the guy to death. Um, Billy Garen was was huge for me. I think the my first time getting called up, I remember um, Billy G. Um, I didn't have a rental car, and I was walking back and forth to the hotel. So Billy's like, "Come, come to my house." Um, drives me home in his uh, um, in his in his Escalade, and then gives me his convertible uh, SL Mercedes. While I'm there, and I'm like, it's brand new. I don't think Billy drove this thing, and I'm I must have put I couldn't even tell you how many miles I put on. I drove this thing <laughs> top down, but just, just things like that. Like, what this guy? You know, you don't have a car here. Come to my house. So, um, you know, guys like that just kind of set the 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 tone for me on how to act, and and I'm I'm so blessed for um, that I got to play in Dallas with you know an older team who guys that just got it they they're good people and you know you look at these guys now and and i'm still trying to follow in their footsteps now to to do what they're doing um so i i was i, I guys I, I've, I've been so um so blessed yeah it's, uh, you look at those two guys and they're you know the heads of two very good organizations and it doesn't you know 
it, it's not a surprise, you know, that they would treat you that way. And obviously, you're coming in and as, you know, a young player and you know a good person, they're going to take care of you. So that, that's that's actually a really cool story. No, that's that's amazing, and uh, you know, just looking at those rosters, you got you know guys like Terjean and, and and different oh. people like that. And but you know, how did you adapt your game? Right, obviously coming out of juniors, being a a, a high off- offensive guy, um, you know, guy that put up points and stuff. We talked about scoring twenty goals and things like that. But you know, what uh, you know, who was that guy? Kind of that maybe said, "Hey, you know, Dale's like." We don't jump every time. Oh, hey, Zuboff's going to be the power play guy. Like you, yeah. you just got to stay out here and stay even, buddy. It, it was. I mean, you're 100 percent right. Um, when I got in Dallas, those days, it was a defensive team. Um, 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 you had, you know, uh, Dave Tippett was was our coach at the time, but um, Ken Hitchcock was there. Um, he was. Bob Gainey was so it was a defensive-minded hockey team, and uh, um, Rick Wilson, um, who was—I mean, uh, I've never met a, a teacher like Rick Wilson. Just he made the game so easy for me. Where you know he took you look the way you skate, you should never get beat. You should never um, be on the wrong side of the puck. And in these areas, if you're on the wrong side of the puck, this is you're cheating the game. So don't cheat the game. And you know, it, to to be an offensive guy and to, to create stuff, you have to cheat. You have to pick your spots. You have to pick the you know time score. You, you know who you're playing with. Know who you're playing with. So, um, a lot of the, he just simplified the game. Rick Wilson, um, the, the career that I ended up having. Um, I owe a ton of it to, to to Rick Wilson. Yeah. So I just want to get back to that. Utah team, you know, a good friend of mine, Dave Gove, who's not with us anymore. Um, it was, it was always like I played high school hockey with him, and you know, I was, it was great to, you know, see him after the games and whatnot. But this one game, I, this is what I wanted to, you know, talk about. It was, you know, they had a pretty tough team. There was a couple, you know, uh, liberties taken, let's just say, throughout the game, and there was a ton of fights. And I was maybe like, you know, one of three people left on the bench. I didn't get into a fight. I think Dales was on the other side. I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, hey, you know what? He's a rookie. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I challenged Dales. <laughs> it never worked out. But you know, like we almost couldn't finish the game because we didn't have enough guys. I think I remember that one. Yeah, like yeah. Kanopka like just jumped our, our center like right off the. It was like late in the game, but but then uh, Gover and I went out afterwards, and I was like, maybe I fight Gover. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, just make it look good and like slip on the banana peel so that we can get some pimps. <laughs> hey, the good old days. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that was days. that was great. Oh. That was my first introduction to you as a player, and but you were all over the ice. I remember, and I was like, wow, this kid can skate. You know, just always up the ice, and like, you know, you're just figuring it out. But that's really cool that you're, you know, you're, you're talking about uh, Coach Wilson about kind of reeling it in a little bit, but using your skill sets, playing to your strengths, you know, using those um, skill sets defensively, you know, so that you're never on the wrong side of the puck. And, you know, that, that's a great introduction to, to pro hockey and the right way to play the game. And it's a lot of it. And like, like, you know, it's a mindset, you know, you gotta, you gotta buy in and want to do it. Um, if you don't want to do it, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get it done. It, it, it was more of a mindset. And, you know, when it's explained so simply, it was, you know, no, this is what I got to do to play in the NHL. Sure. I'll do yeah, it. Absolutely. You know, and that's, that's how you win cups nowadays. You got to buy into it. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, go too fast here, but obviously you spent a, you know, had a great career in Dallas and then, you know, you, you, you move on, um, you know, but what was it like going to a different organization? Obviously, uh, you know, being in Dallas for, for over 10 plus years, but then you, you know, go to Chicago uh, and then, you know, really only for, for basically what half a season and then on to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, it, it, it was, it was, you looking back at it now, um, you know, with the opportunity to go to Chicago when, when it was brought to me in the, in the summertime, uh, I had a no trade out of Dallas and I remember I'm up in my gym working out and my agent phoned me and, he he presented the the trade to me and it took me uh, 
five seconds and I was like, I'm, I'm in, um, mm. yeah, I can, I get to go to a team that they just finished winning their third cup in five years. Um, I just want to win. Uh, let me go figure out what these guys are doing and help them win back to back, um, Stanley cups. And, um, you know, when, it, when, the, when the, I spoke with them, you know, the, the opportunity for me that they, they said that was going to be there just, um, for whatever reason, it wasn't there, uh, so a, m- a month into it, it, it's it sucked. You know, you you spend 15 years in one place, and you know you you, you tell your family that you know <laughs> that that we're we're going somewhere else, and because it's it's for me. Um, so it, it's selfish. It's a selfish game that we play. It, it is what it is. But um, you know, it, it turned out to be um, it, it turned out to be such a great thing. But it, it was a tough time because mm. uh, when I got there, I wasn't playing. I I, I think I scored. 16 17 goals a year before i think i had my best year offensively um probably why i got traded but um, um <laughs> <laughs> wait, hey let's get rid of him now while his value <laughs> so high <laughs> exactly so uh when i got there it just wasn't the you know what 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 they told me it was going to be um you know at the end of the day you you want to be a good teammate and you want to buy into things but i i'm a hockey player i want to play you know what i mean i need to play and i was playing you know, some nights I was playing five minutes, some nights I was playing nine minutes. And it was just like I, I was playing, you know, 26 minutes, you know, the, the year before. So it was a tough time. Um, I remember I asked for a trade, uh, I think, a month into it, which, you know, I questioned myself every day for it. Like, what am I doing? Like, am I a bad you know, person? Like, why why not just buy in and, and see, let this play out? And I just couldn't do it because I was like, I need to play. Like, I, who? who plays hockey and doesn't play, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah. um, it, it was it was tough um, going into it. And I to, to fast forward, um, when they did uh, move me, it, it was it was great because um, they were good about it. And I, I felt that I, I went about it the right way. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a bad guy in the room or I wasn't sulking. I showed up, I worked every day and, you know, I, I politely was like, guys, I, I I love everything about Chicago. I love everything the that they were doing there. I, I loved everything about it. I just hate it when the puck drops. <laughs> it <Yeah>. sucks. <laughs> so um, they they were they were good enough to 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 move me and and uh, you know I, I went into a situation where um, you know it wasn't going so well. I think um, Mike Mike just got got um, hired the day before um, my first game was in Boston. Um, and I think it was Mike's first game too. And we, we, everybody was just, uh, everybody needed a fresh start. And I, I went into the perfect scenario, perfect situation. And, um, you know, now we look back and it, it, it turned out, I went to Chicago to, to win a Stanley cup and I ended up winning two in Pittsburgh. So not the, not the worst thing. <laughs> no, not too bad. Yeah, not, not too, too bad. bad. And you got traded for one of my uh, college teammates, Rob Scuderi. So he was great, probably great human. Great he's the, human. He's, he's the, the best. best. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> great, great human. Yeah, his Long Island dry sense of humor is just so <laughs> oh, great. Great greatness. Good. Absolute character. Talk about your, uh, you know, what you did when when you guys did win that cup and what that experience was like. You talked about the sacrifices that your family had to make and you know to be in one place for so long. But what was that like? Yeah, you, you know what? I'll start with um, the the first cup in, in sixteen. I, I thought I thought I had you know one of my best years, one of my best playoffs um, in Tampa. I think it was Game Five in Tampa in the conference finals. I ended up breaking my ankle, and um, it it was it was such a surreal thing. Um, you know, you break your ankle, you're in Game Five. You're just you're about to you know win the series and go to the Cup Finals, and and um, what a what a great um, situation. Um, and I remember like, why be like, why do it, you know? And, um, the, the great thing about that and the crazy thing about that is because I broke my ankle, my mom was very sick at that time and she was in the hospital. Um, it allowed me to, um, Mike, um, told me to go spend time with your mom. He knew throughout the playoffs what was going on with my mom. And in between rounds, I was flying back to, to go and see her. And um, I got to go back and spend, you know, a lot more time with her um, than 
um, I would have if I was playing because my mom was like, no, you stay there and you play. You don't come back. And when I would go back, she's like, when your next game, you need to get back, you know. So it, 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 it's crazy how things happen for a reason. And, um, you know, and then, you know, we uh, fast forward to the very next year. I remember in 18 and like the countdown, the, the last in, in Nashville, the last eight seconds, like I couldn't even breathe. Like it was just like, what the hell just happened? Like you're trying to enjoy the moment. And I'm like, I can't breathe. Like, I can't believe this has happened. And a year later, I'm getting to play in the finals. Cause you know, you, you, when you don't play, you don't really feel like you're a part of it. Like as much as, you know, you were a part of it, it's just, it wasn't the same. And to have it happen the very next year, playing the finals and win a Stanley cup was, I mean, I got to see my mom before she passed. She passed a, a couple a uh, couple a week after we won in 16 and then the very next year i'm freaking counting down five seconds and like I, I we really just like i played in this and we won um so it, it was i mean my time in pittsburgh I, I i work for them now i'm so grateful for this organization to, to take a chance on me at the time because i was i was in i was the worst place i was in hockey at the time so um it it's it's so it's it's so real for sure yeah emotional yeah and, and my mom was looking over you there you know you know yeah, yeah I tell you, we, we somebody was up there yeah <laughs> for oh, sure that's, a, that's yeah. an amazing story that's that's so cool and you know you work you know we're talking about you know growing up and playing at a young age and you know that is the ultimate goal for any hockey players to win the stanley cup and you know to win too but to be a part of it is like you, you mentioned it was when you're out of the lineup, you're you're still part of the group, and you're like you're you're part of the boys, but you still have that little disconnect when you're not in the lineup. But to to have that opportunity in the following year and to win it, and uh, I'm sure there was a ton of emotions. Number one, from winning, but also, you know, the emotions of uh, you know m- mom passing and, and everything the year before. Definitely, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, you, you look back on it now, and you're just like. You just shake your head, thinking about it. Like, <laughs> did did that really happen? You know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Well, before we let you go, I want to touch on obviously your your, your coaching with the uh, you know the Florida Alliance program, and you know being we've seen the growth in these southern markets, and you know the hockey and the players that you know are, are coming from whether it's you know Florida, Arizona, Texas uh, but but just talk about what that's like and what your experience has been like coaching your son and obviously we've had the opportunity to battle against each other on the bench uh, which is which is always great games but you see it is there's, there's a lot of talent down there but I wanted to just you know check in with you about you know how you feel about that 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 southern hockey market and, and everything you guys got going on yeah I, I mean it's it's been uh, it's been great. You know the 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 kids are you know I'm I'm I, I I'm coming to the party late with these kids. Um, they've been already at it for a while. Um, some really good hockey players there. We with my team this year. We I, I tell people we, we probably overachieved a little bit, but it gave these kids so much confidence, and these kids were just getting better. And and that's the kind of the the route I take with these kids. I hate the the, the coaching. I, I I I'm not a coach. I. You know, I, I would never coach. I, I just want to help these kids get better um, in every way that I know how to help them and, and give back to them. So um, it's been it's been uh, it's been amazing experience. You know, um, getting to know these kids and just like you know the, these kids actually Googled me, so they, they kind of know who I am. So <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually have a little bit of credibility with them. So when I <laughs> when I say something, they kind of, they look at me and they're like, yeah, maybe this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so it, it's been good. I, I went into it and I said, I, you know, well, how am I going to do this? Cause I've never coached before. And I was like, Hey, first of all, I want to have, make these kids better people, better kids and, and just show them, you know, what, what be, be better life skills or whatever. That's, that's first and foremost, uh, you know, and second, I want these kids to have a great time. I want them to have fun. I want them to enjoy this because this is, I mean, we get to play hockey for a little, uh, for fun, you know what I mean? And then the, th- the third thing, I'm like, if I get these two things right, um, they might be better hockey players. So um, it, it's been great. Um, it's been a great experience um, doing it. Obviously, um, 
I have a son on the team and, you know, given him that opportunity, I've never had the opportunity to coach him. I always just dropped him off and here you got him. So um, to, to give give him that and, and to give the rest of the kids that, I mean, it, it's, it's been uh, it's been a pretty cool experience. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's great. I mean, just as far as your approach, just from what, you know, you're saying that that's the most important thing. You, you get them correct on and off, you know, off the ice, you know, in the locker room, being better people. And then the on ice stuff is it can take care of itself, you know, but you have all the skills to be. So, like, you're kind of like poo pooing your coaching, you know, acumen and your skills. But I, yeah, think, I, <laughs> I, I think you're doing a good job, man. Yeah, there's there's. There's, there's no way I'm spending those hours at the rink, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Dales, this is, uh, this has been great. We really appreciate you taking the time. We know you're busy at a, uh, at a game right now, so you, you, you know, you influencing the, the, the Penguins organization and your, your role as a you know director there and working with their prospects. So this is, uh, this has been excellent. We really can't thank you enough, and uh, it, it was great chatting with you. Yeah, definitely, guys. Thank you, and good. I love what you guys are doing. You guys are shedding some light on some good things in, in the game. We play the, the greatest game on the planet, and you guys are helping that along. So uh, good for you guys, and thank you for having me. Yeah, we'll hook up soon. Yeah, hey, you guys soon. when you come to Boston, we'll uh, we'll catch up and grab dinner. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm there tomorrow, tomorrow night. Give awesome. Me a show. Okay, right, sounds guys. good, thank buddy. You. All right, thank you. you. That interview with Trevor Daly was brought to you by Franklin Sports, the official street hockey partner of the National Hockey League. Check out our line of official NHL street hockey games and training equipment at franklinsports.com today. It's that time of year. You want to get out on the street, in the driveway. Make sure you work on your game outside the rink when the weather starts turning here. So make sure you check out franklinsports.com today to get all your training equipment. And they're an official NHL street hockey partner. Mots, obviously it was uh it was great chatting with Trevor Daly. I'll let you recap from here, but we uh he's a great guy and and every time I uh get to see him or talk to him, it's a pleasure. Yeah, and like I said, like before the interview, he's just a he has a great way about him. Uh some of the things that I really liked, you know, he was an athlete, played a lot of basketball, um, and those you know, transferable skill sets that we always talk about, and you can really see in his game. I remember playing against him uh, in the minors, playing against him in the NHL, but he could always skate. But he found ways to, you know, kind of not not recreate. Like he he took uh, emphasis in the defensive side of it, and you know he kind of um, mentioned a bunch of coaches that really helped him early on in his career. And then he was just such a valuable asset around trade deadline and winning two Stanley Cups. Uh, so great, and you know his approach with the kids. Um, is really uh really great too because you need more coaches that have played and and kind of have that great demeanor and understand that it is about development and he's he definitely nails that uh checks all those boxes and he's um you know super guy i was bummed that we didn't get a chance to meet up with him when he was up here for the uh the shamrock tournament as well but we'll catch him next time he comes to boston yeah we definitely will so we're going to move on to my hockey rankings question of the week how do I explain to my seven-year-old that his helmet is not a sticker book? <laughs> no comment. No comment on that. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the only times that you would get a sticker, like some colleges have it for like block shots or, you know, stuff like that, like the, the BU Terriers do that quite a bit. But ultimately, if it's you have stickers for your team and that's it or in your number on the back or the front, whatever you want uh, the, the rest of the group is doing. But the sticker book thing, it just looks, it's a bad look. You know, it's, uh, I mean, seven years old, buy him a sticker book if he really wants the stickers and, and kind of promote it that way. But don't put it on your gear. That's just my take on it. That's just fact. <laughs> fact. And, um, you know, thank you for, you know, getting that question from my hockey rankings, you know, check them out at myhockeyrankings.com. Those guys do a great job. And um, we, we have a list of USA hockey national champions. And it'd be interesting to see where some of these teams were ranked throughout the season. Um, maybe we can do that uh, on another episode, but just, you know, just going to run down these quick. The uh, tier one U14 Buffalo Saints, tier one 15 
I guess that's over. I mean, that's L.A. Junior Kings. And uh, there was a kid that came out here uh, to Boston area for the summer, and he was on that team. So congrats. Uh, Tier 1, 16, Long Island Gulls. 18U, Shattuck St. Mary's. And get into the Tier 2, U14, Atlanta Fire Premier, dude. Nice. My old squadron. Yeah. Uh, U14, 2A, Vegas Junior Golden Knights. That's great that there's... You know, some participation at the younger levels out there, even though it was an expansion program just a few years back. Um, tier 2, U14-3A, Littleton Hawks. 16U, Alabama Thunder. 16U-2A, Alaska Valley Thunder. The AK Valley Thunder, I love it. 16U, Littleton Hawks. That's the, in the 3A division. 18U, uh, 1A, Sun Valley Suns. 18U-2A, Arizona Bobcats. Rochester Grizzlies in the U18 3A. And then we're getting into the girls. U14 Tier 1, Minnesota Walleye. U16 uh, Fairfield Stars. And U19 Shattuck St. Mary's. U14 Tier 2, Adirondack North Stars. U14 2A, Minnesota Lakers. And U16 Snow King Junior Thunderbirds. That's in the 1A division. U16 2A, Casco Bay Mariners up in Maine. Congrats to them. U19 1A, Nashville Junior Predators. And U19 2A, Syracuse Valley Eagles. That's all the national champions throughout those um, uh, different age groups and different levels. So congrats to those guys. But we should definitely look at see, you know, if the winners were consistently in like the top five or if there was some upsets there. Yeah, we'll have to get um, Neil and Ian on and talk about that coming up soon. Yeah, absolutely. But congrats to everybody. Obviously, I'd like to elaborate more, but you don't want to listen to me. <laughs> um, but we've heard. Oh, well, they some... might like this better. Yeah, oh, no. we've heard some people running uh about running camps in your area, uh, we we definitely appreciate it. Please reach out and keep uh, continue to reach out. Hit us up, um, and we'll take the show on the road. Some D camps, some regular skills doesn't really matter, as long as um, you know we we can get the ice and you know get the participation. We're more than willing to take uh, the ring shrink skills on the road. So next week is a mailbag. Send your questions. Uh, email them to ringshrinks at gmail We'll leave a voicemail at 347-6-SHRINK. It's 347-674-7465. We love listening to those voicemails. Last week was a really good voicemail with some depth to it, so really appreciate those. Um, hit us up on Instagram, at The Rink Shrinks, Twitter, at Rink Shrinks, and we appreciate everyone for interacting because it's, you know, this show wouldn't happen without them, without everyone out, you know, kind of, engaged audience and we really appreciate that on the social platforms uh, we appreciate everyone uh, tuning in to the uh, episodes as well but thank you for listening remember to like follow you know subscribe all that good stuff and we'll see you uh, for the mailbag episode next week appreciate the sponsors as well again sparks hockey tsr hockey franklin sports and my hockey rankings hey jersey i think it's time to cue the ring shrink shuffle 